Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Aslash and my the butthole. <laughs> And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe, maybe that like button too. And let's jump straight into the madness, shall we? <laughs> Much love, guys. And our first story comes from Sweats and Slippers, titled Am I the Asshole for Using My Inheritance from My Grandpa to Retire My Dad Instead of Paying Off My Husband's Debt. My husband and I are in our late 20s. Dad is in his late 40s. The inheritance was left by my deceased mum's dad. My father remarried after her death and now has three kids with my stepmom. She stays home with her youngest. I've moved out. My personal goal was always to retire my father since I started my career. That's been the plan. He left for work every day, whether he was sick or had broken ribs, every day. He worked two jobs when I was younger. It meant that I didn't get to see him hardly at all but I knew he was only doing what he had to do in order to put a roof over our heads and money in my college fund. The year I left for university, he had fallen off a ladder and broke two ribs out in the field on a Friday, but waited till he got off to go to ER and went into work the next Monday. Didn't ask for workers' compensation or time off, just sucked it up and went back into work. That day I told myself I was going to retire him as soon as I could. So when my grandpa passed his inheritance to his only living biological grandchild or child, I used the money to help make sure my dad would never have to work another day in his life. Now, my husband had a massive amount of student loan debts along with some credit card debt. He is upset because I didn't use any of the money to pay off his debt, a lot of which was accumulated before meeting me and give what was left over to my father to retire on. But truthfully, the choice between husband's debt and the promise I made to myself before I left home about retiring my father wasn't really much of a choice. This was something I had to do. Edits, just to clarify, my dad was against the idea of immediately retiring, but that was my intent. I'm so glad he can now and not be living in poverty. It's liberating knowing his future will be a comfortable one. I understand not everyone can relate to this feeling and that's okay, but I'm so glad he's set. It was quite a bit of money. Even after the tax, I'm sure it will last. And if not, he'll always have me to fall back on. I'd just like to say I now believe I should have paid off his debt and given what was left to my father. If I could do it over, but my husband understands. Or so he says. So I don't know if that last line there was in relation to the comments that we're going to read next. And I got to say, I'm slightly conflicted on this one. OP's love towards their father is an absolutely empathetic and amazing thing. Don't get me wrong there, please. And I'm not sure how much money we're talking about here, but to retire someone from the age of late 40s, that must be a, quite a significant amount. But really, in my mind, financially, I got to say, it was this the right decision? Was this the correct decision to give all the money to father so he can retire from then? Don't get me wrong, it's a loving thing to do. And I can just get the love for your father and 
you've only seen what he's been through in his life so it's quite hard to judge in that sense but what about your future? You say about your husband's debt, but surely you guys are tied together now through marriage. I'm not saying you should pay off the debt, but you certainly should be looking after yourself financially for your future. Again, I don't know the figures we're talking about here. I'm just assuming it's a lot. Couldn't you have like just given a portion to your father, but set yourself up? Just made his life comfortable, given him some kind of allowance, just something rather than just giving it all up just like that. But Lo Airy1917 says that you're the asshole. This wasn't something you had to do, it's something you chose to do, and it was objectively poor and a dumb financial decision. Yes, you can do what you want, but that doesn't mean do what I want, when I want, respect and courtesy be damned. You could have at least had a genuine and respectful discussion with your husband. It may be your husband's debt, but it will affect you also because it limits what he can contribute to the household. How much money you'll have if slash when you have kids, loan rates, credit score, etc. I'm not saying you had to pay off all of his debts because I don't agree with that either, but you could have put the money into your own marriage and household needs or invested for the future or given some to both of them. You basically told your husband that your dad, his stay home wife and his new family matter more than him. The household you two have and your potential future. How can you not understand why he's upset? Also taking money your mum's dad gave you, his only grandchild, and giving it to your father so he, his new wife, and his new kids, other people's grandkids can reap the benefits is disrespectful as fuck. As fuck. If your grandfather wanted to leave the money to his former sister-in-law, he would have. Of Meg says not the asshole, not just because it's your inheritance and your choice what you do with it, but also because your dad has already hurt himself once at work and he's only getting older. At this point, you're not just helping your dad retire because he was a great dad and you love him, but also because you're concerned about his safety. It's a bummer that you and your husband will have this debt hanging over you, but you are still young enough to get it paid off. It will all work out. Wicked Love 7 says, everyone sucks here. Soft, mostly husband for assuming money would go to his debt. Your dad is very young to retire in his 40s. Why doesn't his wife get a job? He has to have two jobs to support her and their three kids who I assume are school age. Please correct me if they aren't in school yet because I get childcare is expensive. Your husband shouldn't assume you needed to pay his debt however. He may be in the same scenario as your dad and unable to retire due to his debt, same to you. So while it is your money to do as you please, I think you jumped the gun. Also, does your dad even want to retire in this juncture? It may have been smart to take some burden of debt off them then give the rest to your dad. Also, is this enough? to support his family of four till the kids are gone. Edit just saw that the stepmom stays at home with the youngest, so obviously benefits of staying home outweigh the cost of daycare. But I still question whether he wants to retire and that they can afford him being retired for the long run. And Edit again saying, changing this to you're the arsehole. You failed to put you got a seven-figure inheritance while helping dad is admiral. You failed to take into account something could have happened to you or your spouse that would render you with insane medical bills or on one income. That's a lot of money and could have helped both of you. Lindsay Doodle says, a gentle everyone sucks here because it was very kind and generous thing to do and perhaps not the wrong thing to do in the end, but in general, marriage is a partnership. You had what sounds like a serious substantial amount of money come into the marriage, made a unilateral decision about it and directed all of it away from your own family. It's really not surprising your husband is frustrated about that. You're talking about your husband's debts as though they have no effect on you. 
but that's unlikely because it affects what he's able to contribute to the household, what you're able to save combined, the loans you're able to get for cars and a home, your own retirement savings, and your own children's, if you have them, future. That's a big deal. Like I said, I see why you made the decision you made. Of course, you wanted to repay your own fantastic father rather than pay off old debts that you don't feel you have any part of. And that may well have been the final decision had you and your husband made this decision together. Or you could have compromised with each other. Seriously, this sounds like a multi-million dollar inheritance if it's enough to retire on. Plenty to go around in any number of ways but you're going to have a much easier time in marriage if you and your husband treat these major life-changing decisions as partners rather than as if you were single. And let's have one more from Alternate Geography who says everyone sucks here. Not seeking medical care or accessing appropriate benefits isn't heroic. You shouldn't be idolizing your father for risking his health just to do more work for an employer. That's ridiculous. He should be thinking of his long-term health because his family needs and loves him not sacrificing his body for short-term employment gains. Your justification is generous, but you are falling into the same short-sighted trap as your father of not considering your family before making a decision that could harm them as a unit in the long term. Whether you help your father retire or not, please consider the impact his decisions around work have had and will have on his family. So we're talking about a seven-figure inheritance here that's just been passed on to father and family. And I've got to say, it left me questioning afterwards, you know, if father, you know, hypothetical situation here, and I'm sorry to say it, if he was to pass away, does that just get passed on to his wife then? Or will it go back? Because I assume it won't go back unless there was something written in some sort of contract, which it doesn't sound like here. So basically passing on this seven figure inheritance onto another family. I'm not sure how that makes me feel, but let me know what you guys feel in the comments below. How do you think OP should have acted about this? There's pretty much every verdict here apart from no one's an arsehole here. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below on what you would do in that situation and we'll move on to the next story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And our next cheeky little story is going to follow with an update. And it's from Paranusty, I think it's pronounced. Am I the asshole for refusing to look after my 26 male roommate's 25 female cat while she is on a three-week vacation? My roommate loves cats. She'd like to have a dozen, and, and if it was up to her alone, I'd have no doubt she would at least have several cats. About a year ago, after she kept bringing it up, I finally relented and let her get a cat. The reason I say let is because we both have to agree. If one of us doesn't agree, it's not allowed by the landlord. 
onto the story. My roommate informed me she was going on a vacation with her family about a week ago, nothing more. I just said okay and made conversation asking when she was going, where she was going, usual stuff. That brings us to yesterday. She starts running me through the types of cat food I should give her cat, how often its litter box needs to be cleaned, what the number of the vet is, and at that point I just stopped her and asked her why she is telling me all this. I was plain confused. She looked just as confused and told me she was just telling me stuff I needed to know since she is leaving on Monday. I just told her I'm not sure what she's getting at but I sure hope she's not assuming that I'm taking care of her cat while she is gone because that's not happening. Cue a full-blown panic where she starts tearing into me about how she assumed I wouldn't mind taking care of our cat and how she doesn't have the time to find someone else. I retaliated by saying it's her cat, I got nothing to do with it and suggested she houses him in one of those animal motel type deals. That was a no-go and she has since been crying, panicking, arguing and begging about it. I obviously can't help but feel bad. The vacation is already paid for. A cat motel is really expensive, especially on short notice, and she doesn't really have friends who she can ask. On my side, it's less so that I do not like cats, which I don't, and more so that I think clearing up after a cat is disgusting and I don't want to be forced to look after a cat that can't sleep alone. He will meow all night if she doesn't let him in her room. Talk to my girlfriend and some buddies about it, whom agree to some extent that I should just watch the cat this one time. You know, if this roommate approached you first and said, would you consider, before the vacation was planned, anything like that, would you consider looking after the cat? And if someone approached me with that sort of attitude, I'd think, maybe, yeah. (laughs) As long as I've got no plans and that sort of stuff, I think I'd be okay with it. But everyone's different when it comes to animals. But for OP in this situation, I don't blame them one bit for saying no. They come up to him and assumed and just started reeling off what they need to be doing whilst they was away. Hell no, you need to put a stop to that straight away. And I don't agree with your friends in this situation. Just do it this once. Because I think you need to make a point here. You do it this once and who knows how many times down the road they're going to assume that you need to look after this cat. As I said before, I'm a huge animal lover. I love dogs, cats, anything really. But it's one of the main reasons I didn't and I still wouldn't have a pet to this day. It's because the responsibility that comes with it. There's so many little things like, you know, feeding, vets, money tied to it as well, insurances, and then finding people to look after the pets whilst you're away. That's a huge thing. I like getting away. I like my city breaks. I like visiting people and it's difficult. Obviously, my situation was a bit different with Poppy that inherited her from my father. So I wouldn't see her go anywhere else. And I absolutely love having her here. She's she's a part of the family. So don't get me wrong. And she knows a lot of my brothers and stuff like that. So when I can go away, my brother's always happy to take her on board and she loves them to bits. But yeah, (laughs) gone off on one. Not the arsehole. But Disney Addict 2021 says not the arsehole. I'm a biggest animal lover. And even I am saying don't do it. One, if you do, she'll pull this on you again in the future. Two, her pet, her responsibility. She can't assume that you will watch her pet for three weeks. Taking care of another person's animal is a big responsibility. Stand your ground. There are plenty of options for her. She can afford a three-week vacation. She should be more responsible enough to find proper accommodations for her furry child. (laughs) Edit to add, don't let her tears and yelling manipulate you into changing your mind. No jellyfish says not the arsehole. She shouldn't have assumed you were taking care of her cat when she's gone. First, it's not your pet. Second, what if you were leaving somewhere as well? It's her problem. 
Talibob says not the asshole. She should never have assumed that you would just watch her cat. The cat is her responsibility, not yours. Interesting C says not the asshole. And for the record, if you do this once, she will have no problem assuming you'll be happy to do it again. And one more from Daisy Inc. who says not the asshole. Sounds like she pulled the same thing when she first wanted a cat. Pestered and cried till she got away. If she had asked, that would be one thing. But to just assume, then having the nerve to to yell at you and blame you for her own mistake is completely unacceptable. Don't do it. Even if you can get past the trouble, it only establishes in her mind that she's entitled to your help and submission every time she has a whim. Now, let's move on to the update to see what happened. Will it get spicy? Let's find out. So update. Didn't take me long to make an update as I decided to talk to her today. Thanks to everyone that responded. I did a lot of thinking and a few comments in particular struck a chord. Here and there, people pointed out and put a link between her behavior now and her behavior when I agreed to let her have the cat in the first place. Pushy, manipulative and consistent asking and demanding until she gets her way, coupled with what I struggled to describe as anything but tantrums. I started realizing that in the time we have lived together, that's pretty much her go-to when things don't go her way. And the only reason I didn't really notice before is because I do not socialize with her much at all. She tends to only really exit her room when she needs to cook, wants something or goes to work. So I initially decided I needed to sit her down and put down some boundaries. I also decided I was going to, albeit reluctantly, watch her cat for three weeks until the conversation happened that was. The moment she sat down, she immediately talked over me and said, I hope you reconsidered since you put me in a bad spot here. It surprised me and I told her she put herself in a bad spot. From there, she went into tantrum mode. I barely got a word in the entire time and she was just switching between demanding I change my mind, lying by saying we got the cat together so it's my duty, begging and borderline insulting me. I lost my call and told her to have fun figuring out what to do with her cat as I ain't helping and walked off. I did a bit of thinking and came to the perhaps rash decision that I'm going to inform the landlord that I am not renewing the lease. Finding a new place in a month and a half I got left on the lease shouldn't be difficult. I always got a couple of buddies to fall back on and while it may leave my roommate in a shitty situation, I doubt she can afford a place on her own and I'm kind of done caring. Even aside from all the issues described above, I just realized I don't like living with her. Every roommate I had, I get along with. It tends to be fun and we become friends or at least friendly with her. Well, she is at best boring. I mean, like I said, in all the time we've lived together, I'd hardly call her an acquaintance. That's just not the sort of person I want to live with. So there we are. I haven't informed her yet and I won't until I contact the landlord. And I'm kind of hoping that we get an update on this update. I want to know what happened with roommate. When Not only what she did with a cat, but what happens when she finds out and OP informs them that they, you know, they're not renewing the lease? I got a feeling that could be potentially a spicy update. But I think for OP, this is a positive update. You know, you've realized what this person is like the first time when they initially wanted that cat that they use manipulation tactics to get their way and they're doing it now. So absolutely, why would you want someone like that in your life? Especially when you don't enjoy living with them as well. <laughs> big no from me but what do you guys make of this story what would you do if you found yourself in that situation would you have looked after the cat initially let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story and our next story comes from comprehensive use 389 titled am i the asshole for refusing to go to my sister's wedding because of her wedding dress 
I have had a difficult relationship with my older sister for years. She is my half-sister and due to a strained relationship with our mum, I've struggled with our relationship for years. At times, we have come together to support each other when our mum has been unreasonable and at times we have clashed because I've seen how she has hurt our mum. My mum has done a lot over the years to help us both and a number of years ago, my mum bought her a house but they ended up arguing a lot about it and the family have been largely no contact with her. But since COVID, I'd been talking to her more and getting closer to her, which had caused arguments with our mum. During COVID, I lost my job, moved house and decided to open a bridal store in our city. My sister had also become engaged to a long-term boyfriend, which we were all really excited about and happy about. Who doesn't love a wedding? We had previously discussed wedding dresses and she had tried on one before she got engaged. And once she got engaged, I told her there was no rush as she isn't getting married until 2023 and we would wait for the new season gowns to arrive before looking. She found a dress that she loved and told me she was booking an appointment to try it on. This was a gown I could order for her from one of my designers. I didn't think much of it. Edit, I had offered her any dress at cost price and she had not tried any gowns on with me since she got engaged. A few weeks ago, I got a phone call from her where she told me she really didn't like the dress she went to try, but she tried on other gowns and eventually spent over £2,000 on a wedding dress. I told her on the phone that I couldn't talk as I was busy. The store she bought from is one of my biggest competitors. I was really upset and felt really disappointed. This is a brand new business and my own sister doesn't want to buy from me. The more I thought about it, the more I realized I was disappointed that she hadn't even given me the respect to come to me and she went to the other store and bought a dress on a whim. There is no time pressure or any particular reason. I was and well over a month later, I get really upset when I think about it. I don't want to go to a wedding or have any involvement in a wedding now. As time has gone on, I've thought that it could be because she wouldn't want my mum to be involved as she has still no contact and I don't really see that changing. I respect and understand her decision, but I have personally decided life is better with mum and dealing with her sometimes challenging behavior. Our family has varied opinions as to whether I'm right to want nothing to do with a wedding and whether I am overreacting. I honestly don't think I am, but maybe I am the asshole for getting so upset over a wedding dress. Now, just because you own a wedding dress business, I don't think that means sister definitely has to come to you to buy a dress from you. Would it be nice? Sure. Which gives me the question, why isn't she approaching you? In your Reddit, you said, you know, you'd give her the dress at cost price. So if she can get the dress she wants at cost price, that's a huge advantage. So it does beg the question, why doesn't she want the dress from you? There's something clearly more to it. I may be looking too deep here as I usually do, but I just think it's more about the relationship between you two. And it sounds like you've had your issues in the past and maybe sister just doesn't want those feelings anything to do with her wedding. So it's probably the best case that, you know, she's buying from somewhere else rather than involving family in your business. Sometimes it's a really bad thing. But Gogo Wine says, you're the asshole. She doesn't have to buy a dress from you. She's buying the ideal dress for her day. You're making it about you to the point that you can't be happy for her and go and celebrate her. You'd only be happy about the dress if it came from your store, even though she clearly didn't find one she wanted there. This is petty as hell. Real Wandering Wizard says you're the asshole. Instead of trying to make a buck here, be happy for your sister. Your business is your own. It's tough, but don't expect your family and friends to help you keep it afloat. Don't be like those annoying multi-level marketing people who push $20 sunscreen on their family and friends. Holy moly, don't get me started on MLMs. My 
one of my social medias at the minute is absolutely full of them. It's getting near Christmas time, isn't it? So they're all coming out the woodwork. Illustrator Band says, Gentle, you're the arsehole. I don't do business with family or friends. Better for everyone that way. Carrying Cargo says, You're the arsehole. She isn't obligated to do anything. It's her wedding and her dress. If you don't get over yourself and attend, you'll always be remembered as the sister who'd rather make money than support her family. Water is wide says you're the asshole. She did you a favor by buying the dress elsewhere. Now your relationship won't have a business transaction in the middle of it. Can you imagine how destructive it would be if there was a problem with a dress if it came from your store? Apologize for being prickly about it and move on with enjoying the wedding. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What do you think sister should have bought the dress from OP? Do you think it was the right thing to do or not? Let us know your thoughts on today's story and all of today's stories if you choose to share them. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in the channel. It means the absolute world. You're absolutely legendary. Do not forget that and I will see you, your cheeky so-and-so, in the next one. <laughs> Much love, guys. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.